So how does Tom Brady's surprise announcement that he's returning to the NFL affect the Rams and their Super Bowl defense chances? You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, my name is Travis Rogers. You can follow me on Twitter at Travis Rogers. And while you're doing that, why don't you click on that subscribe button in your podcast feed, that subscribe button on your Locked on Rams YouTube channel as well. So you can check out everything we've got going no matter where you are, in front of your laptop, listening in your car, wherever we got you covered, Locked on Rams. And today's Locked on Rams episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So we're going to get into what the Tom Brady decision means here in just a little bit. We're also going to talk about where Odell Beckham Jr. is as we're getting ready to start the new league year here, middle of next week. And then finally, we'll talk about Vaughn Miller and maybe some options that the Rams might have if, in fact, he decides that he might want to go back to Denver or somewhere else, but not run it back with the Rams all over again. But let's start with Tom Brady. Okay, so earlier today, he put something out on social media announcing that he was going to return to the NFL. And this was from Tom Brady's Twitter account. It says, these past two months, I realize my place is still on the field and not in the stands. That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates, and I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. Maybe uh, lettuce, figs, and grapes. I, I don't know. Maybe it's something else along the way. I don't know. LFG for sure. Okay, so this matters, right? This matters to Tampa, obviously. It matters a great deal to the um, – Rams, because the Rams obviously are the defending Super Bowl champions. The Rams are the defending NFC champions. And these are two uh, th- these are two things that they got done by going through Tom Brady and the Bucks this season. Now, on the surface, I think there's a couple of different things going on here. Number one, the Rams haven't had a tough time with Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Tom Brady, New England Patriot, a little bit of a difference. But Tom Brady... As a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rams have played them three times and they've beat them three times. And two of those three, the the two of those three wins were pretty decisive. The one that was a little more uh, nip tuck, a little bit more of a nail biter, of course, was the one that took place um, against the Bucks in the NFC divisional round when they were in Tampa. The Rams blew a big lead, nearly let the whole thing get away, and then for the for love of the game route where Matthew Stafford hits Cooper Cup, they end up winning that game they go to the nfc chain they win that one they win the super bowl we know how it played out but on the surface they match up pretty well with what tom brady and the bucks do now they were missing some guys to be sure so obviously you know you never know what the injury bug is going to look like by the time it comes back around next year i'm sure that the rams um are probably thinking that maybe their road back to an nfc championship game their road back to a conference championship um maybe a little bit more crowded with somebody like tom brady in it but I think there's a little bit of a hidden treasure here. I think there's some good news in this. The Rams, like I mentioned, match up really well with Tampa. They've played Tampa. They've beaten Tampa. I think they can beat Tampa again, even if Tom Brady's playing at a high level like he was last year. My fear was not that Tom Brady was going to come back and play for the Tampa Bay Bucks. That That's fine. I, I, I fully expected him to come back. It just didn't seem... 
I don't understand why somebody would decide to walk away when you're at the peak of their powers the way that Tom Brady clearly is. Tom Brady is still a very high-level NFL quarterback. He was getting MVP votes. He should have gotten MVP votes. He played really, really well. So I get it. Spending time with your family and your wife and all of those things, very important, sure. I have a family. I have a wife. I understand. There's also something about I can only do this for so long before I'm never going to be able to do it again. And I think that's probably what hit him uh, first and foremost over the last couple of months. Like, wait, I'm supposed to start to get ready to play football again. I'm sure that itch started to show up. I'm sure he was ready to go. And his family was probably saying, look, if you want to go play another year or two, whatever, go play another year or two. We'll be here for you. We'll be ready when you come back. I'm just glad that that place was Tampa. I'm glad that that place was not the other place that had me looking at the schedule, looking at the vision, looking at the conference, and looking at the teams that have given the Rams the most trouble over the last several years. Who is it, of course? It's San Francisco. San Francisco's the team that the Rams struck. Really, if you look around the rest of the league, under Sean McVay, the five years that Sean McVay has been the head coach of the Rams, the, the Niners are the only team that he struggled with. Other teams have beaten the Rams. The Rams have lost some games along the way. I mean, it's the NFL. People are going to lose games occasionally. But the only team that really seemed to have their number week in and week out, season after season after season after season, were the San Francisco 49ers. And what was the weak link on the San Francisco 49ers? Their quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is mediocre, right? He's mediocre. He's not a bum. He doesn't see. He's Jared Goff. He's a little bit better than Jared Goff. So you can get some stuff done with him, but you're going to be kind of limited to where you are. And the 49ers still got to a Super Bowl. What up, Jared Goff? The 49ers still made another playoff run. What up, Jared Goff? But the 49ers also realized, you know what? This guy isn't going to be good enough. What up, Jared Goff? So they're going to move on from him, probably. Nothing is done yet, but it seems very, very likely. You don't spend the third pick in the draft on Trey Lance the way they did a couple of years ago, not to play him before too long, or not to at least have him get seasoned a little bit longer while maybe someone else is calling the shots. And the someone else that I was really worried about calling shots was Tom Brady. Because if you would have put Tom Brady on the San Francisco 49ers, uh, that would have been a problem. That that would have been a real problem because they already play a style of football that the Rams have trouble with. Now, all of a sudden, you give them some quarterback play, some real high-level competency at that position. Now you're looking at something very different. The Rams knew that they could beat the Niners if they forced Jimmy G into a must-pass situation. And they did, and it worked, and they're the Super Bowl champs. I don't know if the same thing is true for Tom Brady. You put the rest of that team, the rest of the weapons that they have, the defense that they have, the physical style of play that San Francisco plays, and put that quarterback behind that line, that would have been a problem for the Rams. I'm not thrilled that Brady's coming back because that's another very good team that you're going to have to beat at some point if you want to go back to a Super Bowl as conference champions. I'm just glad it's going to be in Tampa. I'm glad they don't have to play him twice a year. I'm glad that they don't have to do it in San Francisco where I feel like that would have been a really good fit. And now that we're starting to see some of the dust that Kirk Cousins got re-upped in Minnesota, we know Aaron Rodgers is going to stay in Green Bay. We know Russell Wilson is in Denver. I'm sure there's still a couple of other moves that are going to take place over the next couple of days and weeks. But Tom Brady in Tampa and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, that's very good news for the Rams because they're going to have to go through them anyway. Better that than putting one of those two guys in San Francisco. You're going to have to do deal with them just to get out of the division, just to be a division champion. I think that that is very good news for the Rams. Not necessarily that he's back, but that he's back with the other team in Tampa rather than the one that's here in uh, California up the road in San Francisco.
Okay, so the new league starts on March 16th, the new league year, I should say, uh, coming up here in just a couple of days. So where are the Rams with Odell Beckham Jr.? That's coming up next. But first, let's talk about Built Bar, right? You know how it goes. Tough choices when it comes to the food. You just, stuff tastes good. Maybe it's not the best thing in the world for you. So you want to make some better choices along the way, but you still want something that tastes really good, right? Built Bar. Go to Built.com and just order a bunch of stuff, right? Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, 100% real chocolate. They're low-cal, they're high-protein, replace all of the junk you have, right? If you have candy bars, little snacks and stuff like that around the house, around the car, around the desk, around the office, whatever it might be, these are a much better choice. Built Bars, typical candy bar, anywhere from two to 300 calories. Most Built Bars have 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to all that other stuff, and it's all of the good stuff. And none of the bad stuff. At Built Bar, they're about the taste. They make it taste great. And then they figure out how to put all the good stuff in it. I don't know how they do it. They know how they do it. And you and me and else, we get to reap the benefits. Go to Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and get 10% off of your order. Use promo code LOCK for 15% off at Built.com. And thanks for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day. Make sure you're following Locked on NFL, Locked on Experts, covering the biggest stories from around the NFL every Monday through Thursday. Excuse me, every Monday through Friday. I shorted them a day. Every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It, too, is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we're getting closer to the start of free agency, the new league year on March 16th. And just then, of course, the Rams have a whole bunch of free agents that they want to re-sign and bring back but as we know in free agency right you got to get both sides to feel the same way that both sides want to come back together both sides want to run it back so to speak uh it does appear that Odell Beckham Jr. um feels the same way about the Rams that the Rams feel about OBJ this this was one of these bets that they placed that was a risk at the time right this this was a bet that when the Rams decided that they were going to get into the Odell Beckham Jr. market no one knew how it was going to play out. This could have been a disaster. It could have been something that just kind of went by the by and didn't have much of an impact at all. Because keep in mind, I know that the timing of it worked out almost perfectly. But at the time, Robert Woods was still healthy. Robert Woods and Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson was a very capable wide receiver unit. Right, Those three guys were playing at a very high level and necessarily need Odell Beckham Jr. to come back or to come to the team because he, you know, after he'd been released by the Browns, he could have gone pretty much anywhere he wanted that had cap space and could have made something work like that. He chose the Rams, and we know what happened after that. So that was a risk that the Rams took. It was another one of those risks that they took that paid off incredibly handsomely to the tune of a championship. But just how good was Odell Beckham for this team last year? Well, this is how good he was. Regular season, he had 27 catches for 305 yards and five touchdowns. Keep in mind, he didn't come to the Rams till well past the halfway mark this season. So to put up 305 yards and five touchdowns in far less than half a season is incredibly impressive. But that's not nearly the best part of it. 21 more catches, 288 yards, two touchdowns in the playoffs. Okay, he was, other than Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford on the offensive side, he was the most important person they had out there. He was a real playmaker. He was somebody that you had to account for every single week, every single snap, and it's really hard to tell how far he might have gone had he not gotten hurt in the second half, or the second quarter, I should say, of the Super Bowl along the way. Now, after the season, it was, of course, asked of him, you know, do you think 
want to come back. Um, and his response at the time was absolutely. It's something to look at after the season, wherever God wants me to be is exactly where I'll be. It's not something that's exactly at the forefront of my mind right now. I'm just so focused on the opportunity that we have here and the reason why I chose to come here. I just want to take full advantage of that and let the chips fall where they may, and God will always handle the rest. Okay, let's kind of go through this point by point, right? That the Rams have made no secrets that they want him back. Les Snead has said that he's one of their top priorities. Sean McVay has said that he wants him back. Sean McVay has said that he's one of their top priorities. So Odell Beckham Jr. has said nothing, has, has hinted at absolutely nothing, that doesn't make it sound like he would like to come back as well. There wasn't, well, we'll see. We talked about him uh, just effusively praising Matthew Stafford the other day, the the no cap line, right? We're, we're kind of having a good time with that. So this is something that is beneficial to all parties. He gets to play with a high-level quarterback. The Rams have a want. He has a want. He likes Los Angeles. And, oh, by the way, that injury in the Super Bowl is as awful as it was for him, and I felt terrible that it had to happen to him. In an odd way, it kind of works out for for at least for the Rams because going into free agency with an injury like that, this is another time he's dealt with some injuries. So now that he's a he's a couple of times guy hurt along the way, wouldn't you rather go where you know the quarterback's in the right spot, you know the offense is in the right spot, you know the head coach is in the right spot, you know that your teammates like to have you there. There's none of that nonsense that seemed to be taking place in New York. None of that nonsense seemed to be taking place um in Cleveland ready to go here and even if they don't get him for the entire year I don't think that that's the end of the world I think the Rams are going to have a really interesting season coming up here uh in in a handful of months because they're going to start a little bit shorthanded they're they're missing some of their guys and maybe a little bit of a a Super Bowl hangover along the way coupled with that I think what the Rams look like by about the halfway point is kind of when we really kind of know what it is that they have going but I think Odell's going to fall into that as well because you know if that if that injury that he had in the in the Super Bowl is a year long injury and that seems to be about what those injuries are maybe a little bit less then he's going to come in November maybe December ish and be ready to go. The good news is there won't be nearly the ramp of time that there was a year ago and everybody in that building is angling to get him back. This is not a way. We'll see if we can work out something that works for both sides. If he has some interest, we might have some interest. Everybody's been pretty above board about saying what they want with him. And this is just another indication, but it's going to happen fast. Hopefully they get it done pretty quickly because that new league year does start here uh, coming up in just uh, about three or four days. So that's uh, something that they need to get done, which brings us to the other guy that they need to get done. And this one might not be quite as optimistic as the other one. And even though football is done, college basketball, the tournament is finally here, right? All the brackets are out. You're ready to go. All the odds, contests, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. And you're going to be in pools. You're going to be in brackets. You're going to be making a little action with your buddies. Maybe a little bit of something else going on. So BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your scores, your podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball, right? Basketball is a great way to get started. But BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline where the game starts. Okay, so let's talk about the other uh, free agent that may or may not be coming back to run it back with the Rams when they get going here. Uh, By the way, we're almost to the start of spring, which means that we're getting closer to the summer, which which means that there's football just around the corner. At least that's what I tell myself along the way. Uh, This is from Jalen Ramsey on his Twitter feed. Before you all get off social media and go to sleep, Rams fans, 
Give me all's best run it back pitch for Vaughn Miller and OBJ so I can send it in the group message real quick. Okay. It does feel like OBJ uh, is coming back. The Vaughn Miller one, maybe not quite as much because I think Vaughn Miller, uh, A, could go back to uh, Denver where he was. We saw the tweet that he sent out about, you know, I wonder if they'll let me have my old locker back. Now, I'm not going to get too tied up into what this tweet means or what that tweet means. It's just, it, it doesn't really interest me in any meaningful way because who knows. But the fact that it's out there means something, I guess. He's still got a lot of football left. He still feels like someone could maybe get, make a, a pretty big check. He's healthy. He's now a two-time Super Bowl champion. He's he's in a very elite class along the way. So he can make some decisions that maybe are a little bit different than some other people's. And if he doesn't want to try to run it back, or maybe if that's not at the very top of the list, and let's just be honest, sometimes it's not. Sometimes you get some things that maybe are more being home, being around friends and family, being in a familiar environment, all of these things. So we'll see how this is, is shaking out. Um, now, the good news is Aaron Donald has been very vocal about getting him back, and those two guys who work together have been very, very effective. Needless to say, you have two guys that are going to wind up in the Hall of Fame doing the same thing at the same time. It's probably going to work out pretty well. Now, the good news is, and I think unlike OBJ, right, if OBJ decided he wanted to go somewhere else, or the Rams decided they wanted to walk into a different direction, I don't know what the cupboard looks like beyond him. I know that there's Van Jefferson. I know that there's Skoranek. I know that there's some other guys along the way. But it feels like that one's a little thinner than maybe what you have here. If the Rams did go uh, in a different direction, direction than Vaughn Miller, you've got Obo Okoronkwo. He's an opportunity to maybe bring him back. Um, he's also scheduled to be an unrestricted free agent, so maybe you lose them both along the way. There's Terrell Lewis, who's still under contract. You can put him with Leonard Floyd at the edge. And then there's Chris Garrett, right? You can put him into the mix and see what you get there. The point is, I think, is that other options that come together with the Rams at that particular position. And just some, some like Sean McVay says all the time, we like to be multiple in some of our sets. We like to be able to do a couple of different things uh, with a couple of different guys. And they, they have this, they have some opportunities. Now, none of these guys are Von Miller. I'm sure if there's a number that works for the Rams that works for Von Miller, everybody will be happy and they'll run it back all over again. The difference being, this is not just something that you have to get done at the expense of maybe some else. You have, you have some options on the backside there Here, when you have all of these guys that help you win a championship you can't bring them all back somebody's going to come somebody's going to go and there's going to be a couple of guys this is what makes it so hard for sean McVay. so it makes it so hard for les need you got to figure out which guys you can live without not that you wouldn't like to keep them all right but which guys can you live without that's the biggest question i think that they have right now for themselves is can i live without obj maybe not can i live without von miller uh, maybe. And, and this is what they're thinking about with Joe Nopum. This is what they're thinking about with Brian Allen and, and, and Austin Corbett and, and Darius Williams and all the other free agents that they have. Can I live without this guy? Because you can't keep him. Somebody's going to offer somebody else a lot of money. You can't pay everybody max money. We know how this league works. You're going to have to make some very hard decisions, and you're going to have to put some other guys, some younger guys, maybe some guys that aren't even on the team yet, some, some drafted guys, maybe some guys that you're going to pick up on the cheap and free agency. You're going to have to put a lot of your eggs in those baskets, even though maybe you don't even know which baskets those are going to be at this point. Maybe they're drafted baskets, maybe free agent baskets, but this is the decision, right? When Shawnee and Les Snead sit down, can you live without this person? You got to answer honestly. You got to figure out what works and what doesn't work, because if it doesn't work and you pick the wrong guys, 
and all of a sudden there's a big gaping hole where it used to be locked down pretty good, that's when people get frustrated. That's when people get restless, and that's when people start pointing fingers. Now, the good news is Rams have a lot of goodwill in the bank because everything that they've touched over the last couple of years has worked out pretty well. We'll see if it continues to work out like that. Um, you know, nobody bats a thousand. We'll see how it goes, but so far so good. And the guys that are making the decisions are the same guys that have made all of these good decisions previously. So I like their chances a lot, but Vaughn Miller, 50, 50, 60, 40 leaves, something like that. It feels like, uh, OBJ. I feel like you could, if you wanted to go to your local store and buy a Jersey and you want to get OBJ, you feel pretty good about that. Vaughn Miller. You might want to wait until they, uh, they signed that one up. You might want to wait to see before you go in and have to return it for a Matthew Stafford or a Cooper Cup or something because I don't know necessarily if he's going to be the one that's coming back all over again. Thanks again for making Locked on Rams your first listen every single day. Now for your second listen, make it Locked on NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL quarterback, or excuse me, cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It, too, is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked on Rams on your podcast feed. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked on Rams on YouTube. And you know how we end these things. Whose house? It's Locked on Rams' house.